from the Elliott House Podcast Studios at Gardner-Webb University, welcome to Web Chat. I'm Noel T. Manning II. On this show, we explore the people, the possibilities, and the places relating to our greater community. We are excited today to welcome the Director of Cleveland County Travel and Tourism, Emily Epley. We'll chat about her role, community partnerships, and the impact that this industry plays on the economic aspects of the region. All that and so much more. So hang around. We'll be right back with Emily Epley. How do you support Gardner-Webb Athletics? Join the Bulldog Club. What's in it for you? Access. Special deals on tickets, regular communications with the latest schedules, early access to tickets, special Bulldog Club gear, and most importantly, you get to support our student-athletes. Go to GardnerWeb.edu and search for Bulldog Club and join today. Welcome back to Web Chat. Uh, we're very happy to have Emily Epley with us today on the show. Emily manages all things travel and tourism for Cleveland County and, and maybe even a few more. Uh, and it's very uh, great to have you here. Always good to spend time with you. So, Emily, Thanks. good to see you. I appreciate the chance to share all the great things that are happening. So great to see you. You too. You too. And, and we've known each other for, for a number of years, and we'll get a chance to talk about uh, that uh, that history uh, as well. But I would love for you to uh, give our listeners a, a snapshot of what Cleveland County Travel and Tourism is. What does your office do What's the responsibility of it? You know, why should people care? Why is it vital? Those <laughs> kinds of things. Yes. So um, I always laugh because when I first started working with the county, tourism had come over. It was previously at the chamber. And people at Cleveland County government would say, oh, so are you the person that like books travel for people? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, no, in another world, I did dream of that. But this is this is a little different. So travel and tourism department, our role is to really twofold. It is to promote all of the different assets here in Cleveland County to people beyond our borders so that we can draw them here. They can come experience it. They can share their dollars in our community and help sustain our economic impacts. And then the other part of that is something called destination management. And as a smaller community, um, many places have entire departments for each of those two duties. Here, that's currently me. Um, But the destination management piece is looking at things like how many hotel rooms do we have? How often are they full? Um, What is the condition of the hotels? What is the growth of our visitors to the area? And I work a lot with data analytics to understand those things, as well as things like um, reporting on lodging taxes and a a variety of other pieces that help us get a feel for the the condition of tourism here in Cleveland County. We also get a lot of information from the state tourism office and then using that information to say, okay, what can we do as an organization to help continue the growth. Currently, we're having some good growth, so we're, we're going to keep that going. Well, where did your interest in uh, travel and tourism come from? Uh, I know you had a previous role that had an element of that attached mm-hmm. to it. So talk about that and, and where the interest, where, where that interest blossomed from. Yeah, so actually it goes really far back. Okay. Um, when I was in school, I put myself through school, 
And I was very interested in the hotel industry. Okay. And so I babysat for a lady who knew the people who ran the brand new uh, hotel. I'll just leave it to, I won't say names, in the <laughs> town where, where I was in school. Right. And I got a job there. And I loved it because I'm all about people. I love travel. Mm -hmm. And I started in that industry. But what I really wanted to do was customer service and business training. So I was in the industry for a few years. And then I I went down that path of corporate training and very roundabout way ended up involved with Destination Cleveland County, which is the nonprofit that researched, funded, and and opened the Don Gibson Theater and the Earl Scruggs Center. Yeah. So obviously that ties directly into travel and tourism here in Cleveland County. Now, were you a part of that when it was first launching? Yeah, very early on. So um, the initial discussions and research, I believe, started around 2006. And I was approached about this little two or three year project um, (laughs) by the, the board chair for creating these these two entities. And so at the time I had a three-year-old and I thought, well, this will be a great little gig to get me through until I can get back to like, you know, because I was traveling a lot and I just wanted to be closer to home and be with our, with our child. So um, I had the opportunity to start with them in June of 2008. Yeah. And um, from there I was with that organization for about 10 years, both uh, initially as the director of the Nonprofit, right. and then as we moved closer to opening the Earl Scruggs Center in uh, late 2012, I became the director for the Scruggs Center and took over sort of um, with that role. Yeah, you, you developed such an amazing foundation for for both of those, and it's wonderful to see the growth of those continue uh, and and the impact that that makes. Uh, on on the area, and I know there are a lot of things that will make an impact. We're going to talk about that, but um, I just applaud you for all the work and efforts that you did uh, in those early years, and and even in that that you know almost growing up period of, of both of those. And uh, it's wonderful to see it now. Yeah, thanks. Well, it was definitely a group effort. We had incredible yeah. leadership that mm-hmm. I learned so much from. Um, we had great supporters and volunteers, and to this day, that continues. And actually, it was really exciting because it was, was kind of like leaving my child yeah. when I decided it was time to to figure out what was next after 10 years instead of two or three years. <laughs> and um, I was so excited that they found such a strong executive director to come in. Yeah. And Mary Beth, who you know, has yes. been just doing an incredible job. And the staff there, it, they, there was a good foundation of staff, and then she's been able to add a little bit to that. So it's it's been exciting to see it blossom. Yeah, and we've got Mary Beth on a future episode of Great. this is already well already lined up. So we're, we're happy to talk more about that with with her as well. Now, uh, if you look at your website, you've got a great website that that explores so many different aspects of of Cleveland County. And uh, what's the website's address? www dot land of rhythm.com and people are just like oh, I don't know how to spell rhythm how do you spell rhythm so you can also just go visit clevelandcounty.com they'll take you to the same place <laughs> well, well, no, okay talk about land of rhythm yeah what's that tagline why is that one that you've um, grabbed hold of and uh, and how does that benefit and share what it is that, that you wanted to share relating to land of rhythm yeah absolutely so um when when I started, I was tasked with basically sort of a reset, a restart of tourism in Cleveland County. Mm -hmm. So kind of going all the way back as though we were starting a new business and understanding 
Who are our visitors? Why do they come? Where do they come from? What are their interests? What is the income levels? You know, all of the key information you would research if you're starting a new business. So kind of like that. And then as we got that information and we were assessing things like, okay, well, who are we? What's important? What do we have that other people will care about? Um, what do we have that's fully developed that other people will care about? But what do we have that maybe people don't know about that we can help spread the word about? And how do we do that? And so we, we took that information. We talked to statewide tourism folks. We talked to um, regional folks like the Blue Ridge Heritage Area. We talked to people here in the community who are responsible for very big initiatives to understand how people perceived Cleveland County as a tourism destination. And everywhere we went, people kept sharing so many of the same things. One of them obviously is, you know, the obvious, our music heritage. So clearly um, that, that plays in. But then there's also, you know, there's Revolutionary War history where there's a pivotal battle. There's the flow of the rivers and the trails and the, the movement on those things. And so as we looked at it, this tagline came out, which was... Um, rhythm and roots. Mm -hmm. And so people would say, oh, it's all about music. That's just because you worked with the Scruggs Center and the Don Gibson (laughs) Theater. I'd say, no, 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 I I can see how you see that, but it really isn't. That wasn't me. This was all these people from across the state. And it's not just the music, though that's a rich part of our history. And it's something that truly draws visitors from around the world. It's all of these other pieces too. Mm-hmm. It's the potter at the wheel. Yep. It is, there, there's so much. So that's where that yeah, came from. It's, it's the rhythm of life, yeah. not necessarily the rhythm of the music. Right. And well, the that, roots, that's part of it. Yeah. But. And the roots of this place. Yeah. I mean, there's a very deep, rich history in Cleveland County. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Well, you, earlier uh, you were talking about uh, the historical significance, speaking of history, historical significance of um, the economic impact uh, of travel and tourism and how they together. And uh, I think there are some general audiences may not be aware of of just how important uh, travel and tourism is to the economy. Speak on that a little bit and and why you think maybe that's a a misconception that people just don't think about that as much. Absolutely. Well, you know, at face value, you might look around and go, I mean, you know, there's not that much going on here. And, you know, when you live somewhere, you miss so much of what visitors see as appealing. Mm -hmm. And so you also might think, oh, well, I mean, you know, there's not a metropolis attraction here like Disney World. So how in the world are we creating a positive economic impact? Mm -hmm. Well, there's all these different pieces. So every single time a visitor comes into your community, what do they do? They put gas in their car. Mm -hmm. They eat some meals. Hopefully they eat a lot of meals. Mm -hmm. They drink something, whether it's, you know, something like Newgrass Brewing or the wineries, or it's just a good old-fashioned soda pop. (laughs) Or sweet tea. (laughs) Yeah, or sweet tea, for sure, some sweet tea. Um, They're eating, they're going shopping, they're paying for attractions. So that's one level. But then you also have sales tax Mm -hmm. and use tax and all of those things. You have the ones that are staying in hotels, they're paying occupancy taxes. So in addition to sales tax, there's a 3% to the municipality where the hotel's located. There's 3% to the county. There are property taxes for the buildings that the businesses are in. There are income taxes for the people who work in the jobs Mm -hmm. that serve the visitors when they visit. And so all of those pieces go into that equation for figuring out what's the economic impact. Yeah, and and there are some people who will come for just the day if you've got a 
a festival uh, around the, the old court square, the, the Rolls Rug Center, uh, or if there's yeah, maybe a, a 5K race or a, or a 10K race. Some may come just for the day, but during that time, while they're here, they're going to spend some money, usually. Right. And uh, I think that's a great thing. I, I know for me, for example, last weekend, uh, my wife and I went to uh, an arts festival in Saluda. Oh, yeah. And it was great just, festival. It was a beautiful day. Uh, we know that area is just a beautiful area as well. We're like, okay, we, and we've got work going on at the house. So we said, okay, we need to leave the house anyway. <laughs> so it's a great way to uh, get away for the day and to explore that community. And I think that's something that people sometimes don't think about. They don't consider the impact that that has. Because if you have a wonderful experience as a visitor one time, yes, and you appreciate what you see, uh, and, and maybe you discover some uh, some places that you never anticipated, you may be willing to go back again. So that one visit may turn into multiple visits, and it may be one of those things that shows up on your calendar every year or maybe every quarter yes. or every season. Yes, like the North Carolina Livermush Festival right. or like Kings Mountain's Beach Blast or right. like the things that are going on here in Boiling Springs and all the athletics at Gardner-Webb. Yes, yeah. So it, it's, uh, it, it does have an impact. And I'm, I'm, the, the more that you're able to grow the community uh, with uh, businesses, of course, but also with activities, uh, I think about... Um, the possibilities of rail trails. And I yes. know that I love hiking and I love experiencing rail trails in the communities. And I, anytime that there's one in the works, I want to know about it because I want to go visit because I know that'll be a, a nice, safe environment for me to, to hike and just enjoy time with family. And I know that that's something that's um, that's in the works here yes. in this community. Yeah, absolutely. And um I think sometimes when people are thinking about those things, I think, well, I mean, how much impact can that be, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to share some numbers with you because even for me, when I first started this, really looking at it and going, really? Here? (laughs) But this data doesn't come from me. Right. This is from Visit North Carolina, and what they do for every single county in the state is they work with Tourism Economics, which is a major, very well-respected provider in in the United States, and actually I think they, they are international, um, and they do these assessments every single year. So the one I'm going to share is from 2021 because it takes that long. Right. I'm um, so running on a fiscal year. So 2022 numbers at a county level will be out sometime in the next few months. Um, it's always kind of a full year behind. So in Cleveland County in 2021, tourism generated $142.9 million dollars in visitor spending. Wow. I'm going to say that again. $142.9 million million in visitor spending. Wow. So when you're not in that world, you think, no way, they made that up. (laughs) They also, uh, through tourism, contributed $10.1 million Mm -hmm. in state and local taxes. Wow. And so again, you're thinking about when you go in, where you go, what you do. So you can break that down, but just to give some categories to have people start to think about Mm -hmm. it, some of the things we mentioned earlier, food and beverage, transportation, how they get here. Do they put gas in their car? Uh, We don't really have a lot of other transportation assets, but but lots of things can fall into that category. Occupancy, staying Mm -hmm. in any of the local hotels, even the short-term rentals. Recreation, um, so being able to go to a place like a show or see a, a museum or cultural center, that kind of thing. And then retail, 
So that's when they're shopping, taking their souvenirs home, buying special presents or picking up a beautiful piece of pottery, that kind of thing. So it's um, it's pretty impactful. Yeah. And it yeah. also helps employ people. It gives people jobs. Absolutely. And, and it's uh, for, for the places that uh, take note of those visitors and they ask, hey, where are you from? It, that's I know there's a lot of anecdotal evidence for that, but there's also a lot of hard evidence where people will actually, hey, please write the, you know, write, sign our registry. Right. Let us know where you're from. How did you hear about us? Why are you here? I know those things help you as well to track what's happening and, and where people are coming from. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting. Um, I'll, I'll use the Earl Scruggs Center only because I have very specific knowledge from, from when I was there and then I, I continue to hear updates. But people truly come to Cleveland County from every single state. And with the Earl Scruggs Center, they have had, I, I want to say now they're probably up to 28 countries. Wow. And I will tell you that the first visitors we ever had from out of the U.S., were shortly before we even opened. Really? And it was a group of banjo players from Japan. Wow. I remember that. Yes. Toshio Watanabe. <laughs> and it was it was the coolest thing. And, yeah. and he has now come back, other than during COVID period, he has brought a group. And it's maybe like eight to 12 people from Japan, you know, to, to come and experience this place that Earl was born. They go out and they see the home place and... Yeah. For people who this is in their realm, right. just like there's lots of other things. If you're a runner, maybe you come mm-hmm. for the Greenway Trail runs. or yeah. But but people truly are coming from all across the United States and around the world to be in Cleveland County for a number of different reasons. It, it really is amazing when you look at, at what we can offer in Cleveland County. If, if you're into nature, we yes. have so many different uh, avenues for people to experience nature. You talked about the Greenway. Yeah. It's one great example, but there's so many more. Absolutely. And I mean, really cool, undiscovered things. Like there's a whole bamboo area within the Kings Mountain Gateway Trail. And um, just just a lot of really neat, undiscovered places. And new things are coming all the time. Like here in Boiling Springs, the Broad River Campground that opened up right. that has glamping domes yeah. and <laughs> cabins. And it's it's just such a such an exciting thing to see. It's not like we just have these X number of places to enjoy and that's it. Like right. it's continuing to grow and evolve and... People keep coming, and it's more people are are lodging income, which is a good indicator, continues to rise. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our overall visitation continues to grow. And and it's not just leisure visitors. Right. You've got a lot of business travelers. Mm-hmm. You've got families coming to Gardner-Webb right. to bring their students or to tour the facility and see if it might be where their students want to call home. Overnight stays with yes. that. Yes. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's just there's so many reasons people come here. So when people are searching for places to visit, what are the typical things people look like look for, uh, even if we're not talking about Cleveland County? Sure. There's, there, we mentioned nature, restaurants, I guess arts and entertainment. What are the yeah. things, what are those go-to things that people are always looking for? Yeah, so it, it kind of depends um, on the, the visitor. Mm-hmm. So for us, we're a family. Um, typically, we, we have 
two kids. One is getting ready to graduate high school. The other is going into the sixth grade. And so for for us, we're looking at, okay, what can we do as a family? So Mm -hmm. we definitely do look at the outdoors. We look for trails. We look for... Um, for us, we really enjoy staying in like a cabin or something where we can really be close to nature. Right. Um, but we also look for hotels. Just mm-hmm. depends on where we're going to be. And then we look for great food. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that really can be the deciding factor if I look at a place and say, wow, there's some great trails here. Uh, I mean, there's not that much to check out dining wise. <laughs> I mean, I may choose yeah. the place because the dining looks better, right. honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand that. Um, but there's also, um, depend again, depending on the ages. Yeah. There are different interests. Our music heritage is huge. A yeah. lot of people do come here for the music heritage. They come here for concerts. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure at Gardner Webb and for the Earl Scrugg, the Earl Scrugg Center, the Don Gibson Theater, um, Kings Mountain does a lot of big concerts during the summer, especially. So it's it's those same kinds of things, but just let's look at another community and see. Also, right. a lot of people do look for history. They look yeah. for what is significant about this place that mm-hmm. I'm going to go check out. And for us with kids, as well as for people who don't have kids, I like that's something that kind of, I think, goes across the the audiences. You, you talked about the music and the music heritage, but there's also this, uh, this new and vibrant um, live music uh, community that's, that's really starting to take hold throughout the county. And it was here... You know, decades ago, and then uh, it, it kind of disappeared, dried up for a little while. Uh, I won't say completely dried up, but it, it, it wasn't as visible. Mm-hmm. But now we've got uh, a lot of local venues uh, that are um, not just encouraging the local musicians to come, but they're they're promoting it, yes. they're welcoming it, and it's uh, making an impact on the community saying, hey, next Thursday night, I'm going to go there because I yes. know they've got live music. Sometimes it doesn't matter who it is. Right. It's just the fact that it's live music. Yes. And it's something new and it's something different. Mm-hmm. You can go to the same place and have a different experience yeah. based on what the music is. Well, I know uh, in Boiling Springs recently, uh, Music on Main kicked off yes. for the summer. And you know, it was nice to nice to see that and, and, and to see the community come out for that. Webstock, which, uh, which Gardner Webb and the town of Boiling Springs hosted back in April was a wonderful success. You know, so many of those outside festivals, it really does depend, I will say, on the weather. Yes, definitely. That's the big <laughs> challenge with festivals. <laughs> and you, you've had your, you know, you've had your uh, run in with that, uh, with with races and other things as well you've yes. been involved in. So yeah, outside festivals, it you can have the best talent in the world, but if it's pouring down rain, yes. it's going to limit it just a little bit. But the fact that there's, we do have these opportunities here uh, we need to let more people know about them Absolutely. outside of the community. Absolutely. And yeah. that's, you know, kind of my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, what I what I aim to do, because, again, we're a small entity. You know, we're, we're right. responsible to promote the entire county mm-hmm. in every single aspect that we can. But currently I'm a team of one. Right. And I will be graduating to a team of one and a half <laughs> when we hire for, for the position I was telling you about. Yeah. So... Um, my goal in, from the very beginning has been focus on building the foundational pieces, focus on finding the right tools mm-hmm. and resources that we can share with our tourism partners, and then help amplify. So take whatever they're all able to do and then take what resources I have and help amplify it. So like our website, um, 
blogs, things where we can share what they're doing, but we're not having to create everything from scratch or do everything on our own. And then sharing on social media and encouraging all of them to share on social media. And then we'll be able to share their posts or Mm -hmm. we'll be able to help promote their event through our events listings on the website, which is a free service Um, for anybody that's interested. They can put their events on. They don't have to pay for it. It just needs to be something that does um, seem to be an event that would draw visitors. Right. So... Do you think that is one of your challenges is events that are happening that you don't know about? Yeah, absolutely. That maybe aren't being shared for you to be able to amplify. Right. Or they're being shared, but they're they're on, you know, 27 different uh, social media channels or websites. And again, there's not um, a team of people out there searching for it. So uh, the thing that I've been trying to do is get the word out. Mm -hmm. We're actually getting ready to start back something that we had begun before COVID, which is a tourism partners meeting. And with that, for me to be able to say, hey, these are resources that I'm creating or have created or have available through tourism that are free to you. Or these are discounted advertising opportunities I've been able to negotiate in the state tourism guide or in this publication. If you are interested, you know, I can get it to you at this discounted rate and I can help facilitate that. Or in some situations, I'm, excuse me, even able to do some of the cost sharing, depending on what it is. So um, I think having people understand that that I'm here, Mm -hmm. that tourism is here and that our role is to help amplify them. It's, It's not a lot of money available for my marketing. Right. So I try to look at how do we how do we stretch it? How do we yeah. make it have the greatest reach possible? And then help to share that in, in our other resources with our partners. Earlier you talked about how you got into this uh, into this business and you've had that love for it all along and uh, especially the love of being able to meet and interact with people and it's something you still enjoy and still um, really thrive uh, at doing. So what is it that, uh, that now in your current role, where do you find you uh, find the most excitement in, in what you do and why is that excitement there? Mm-hmm. I would say it is really cool to be able to share this place that we call our home, mm-hmm. to, to live in a place where there are so many things to be proud of mm-hmm. and that when you share that with other people, they get excited too. That It's really natural for people to think, oh, there's nothing to do here about their own community. There's probably people that live in some of the biggest tourism destinations in the world who think, oh, there's nothing to do here. And so um, it's exciting to be able to, to share things because there's a lot to do here. There's a right. lot to experience. And then also through that process, in our role with tourism, we get to help support our businesses yeah. and we get to help support entrepreneurs, small business owners, people that had these visions and ideas that they had the courage to open and we get to help them by bringing people here to help sustain those who also then get excited and share their excitement with those business owners and say, wow, we're so glad you're here. What a cool place. Um, so I think that's probably yeah. the things I get most excited about. Yeah. Uh, These um, organizations and the work that you do um, that help to promote what's happening within the county and and help to put on the events uh, and activities that happen, 
Um, it happens because of partnerships. It happens because of volunteers. Yes. Uh, and those within the community that say, hey, I, I want to be a part of this. I, I know that for years, um, speaking from Gardner Webb's perspective, I've seen the outpouring of faculty and staff uh, and even students here from Gardner Webb who have said, hey, I want to be a part of that. You know, whether it's serving on the um, you know, serving with a local arts council for an event or, or going to the Liver Mush Festival and say, hey, I'll help man a booth. Yes. Um, so I think th- those partnerships are so valuable. I'd love for you to talk about that and, and maybe talk about if somebody wants to get involved in something that's happening from, from the county standpoint or get involved in what you've got going on, how can they do that? I, I really feel like in our community there's a tremendous sense of volunteerism. Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know if it's, I don't know why we're that way, but I do think there's a lot of that. And I know that in a lot of the roles I've had, the things that have been most successful have been because there were people who were willing to step up and say, we think this is a great idea too. We want to help make it happen. What do you need us to do? Mm -hmm. Um, That's certainly true in tourism. The more we have people who are engaged, who care about the community and some things we're going to be working towards, like, um, potentially having people who are, you know, just around the community to help people who are coming to visit. Um, volunteers are what make an event like the Livermush Festival successful. Mm-hmm. Team of one, team yeah. of one, one yeah. and a half. Um, <laughs> you can't put on a festival of that size right. if you don't have people helping you. And it's true for every other festival and every other event in Cleveland County. And I haven't even talked to them all, but I will guarantee you, any of them will tell you, without our volunteers, we could not do what we're doing. Right. So, um, yeah, if it, we welcome people to be a part of our Livermush Festival. It is October 21st, so it's always the third Saturday of October. That changes The date changes annually. And we need a lot of volunteers in a lot of different ways. And it could be for a few hours, or it could be for, you know, the setup all the way through the cleanup. And so... Um, Probably the best way would just be to reach out to us by email and say you're interested. The other thing we will be doing is we will be adding volunteer opportunities on our Livermush Festival page, mm-hmm. which is nclivermushfestival.com. Okay. And through that, um, people can stay in tune. We'll also be sharing some on our Facebook page, too. Right. So um, just a couple of final questions before we uh, wrap things up. Are there any future plans that you feel um, are, are going to be happening throughout the, the county that you think maybe five years down the road you're really going to see um, the benefits starting to fuel maybe different aspects of things we don't currently have? So I will say one of the things that if it can be fully put into action would be a game changer is the rail trail. Mm -hmm. Now, the city of Shelby is absolutely doing an incredible job. They are starting. They're going to actually do a kickoff for the first section of that trail at the Livermush Festival. We're partnering together for that, for the New Harmony Trail. It's going to be incredibly exciting to see what that does in Shelby, but even on a greater level, if everything can come together the way it needs to, that trail could truly be a game changer across Cleveland County. 
Um, we've seen what it's done in other communities. And I'm not saying that I want our community to be like another community, but you have to look at what other communities have done to see what has succeeded, what you like about it, what you think you would like to do different for your own community. Right. It's not about being like them. Yeah. It's it's about how do we take our ideas and make them the best they can be when we apply them. Yeah. So um, I think that's a big one. Yeah. And it's and it's definitely, I mean, the, the trail's already underway. It's just a matter of, when and how it will get all the way across right. the county. Yeah, yeah, and and it does. It is something you, you going back to uh, the roots and tying things together. It ties every yes. section of this county together. Yes, uh, and beyond. Yes, it absolutely. Beyond that, absolutely. And and I want to I want to make sure to share that so much of what draws visitors here also provides incredible opportunities for our community. And whether you care to go ride the 1907 historic carousel when you come as a visitor or not, right? if you have kids or grandkids, that might be an incredible memory maker in yeah. your world. I know it was for us. Yeah. And for 50 cents. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and same thing for the trail systems. That will not only be a great leisure activity for people that live here, but it also can provide access for people to jobs and school in ways they didn't have access before. So it can be an incredible asset for the community as well as for bringing visitors. Absolutely. Uh, Emily Epley, our guest right here on WebChat. Uh, Any final thoughts, comments you want to make sure you share before we wrap things up? No, just um, thanks for giving me the opportunity to share. And anybody who, who hears this and wants to know more about it, they can reach out to us. If you have ideas, if you want to be a volunteer, by all means, I'm always open to have conversations and um, get to know more and more of our, our community members. Emily Eppley, Director of Cleveland County Travel and Tourism. You can find and subscribe to official podcasts like this uh, going through your any of your favorite uh, platforms, uh, wherever you decide to find your podcast. They are there, or you can go directly to gardner-web.edu forward slash podcast. Uh, We really do appreciate you joining us, however you choose to do that. Uh, Thanks for being with us right here on WebChat. We look forward to having you with us next time uh, right here on the Bulldog Nation Podcast Network. And until then, from the Elliott House Podcast Studios on the Gardner-Webb University campus, I'm Noel T. Manning II.